Hey Packers Nation, what's up? This is Andrew Ware. This is another episode of Packers Fans Only. I am your host. Thanks for listening, thanks for checking it out. Before I get to the Packers, I quickly want to talk about something I've talked about in the last few podcasts and I'm going to continue to talk about, but it is my work with the Dear Jack Foundation. Today, August 23rd, is actually Dear Jack Day, which marks... 17 years of Andrew McMahon, the founder of the Dear Jack Foundation, being cancer-free. So today is a great day if you're thinking about donating to go to my team's page and donate $17 in honor of 17 years of being cancer-free. The link to my team's page, or my, my personal page, to donate on the Dear Jack Foundation under my team, which is Drinks for Dear Jack which is my larger team, which has two other members. But my personal goal, my personal page, is $5,000. And today, if you just go donate $17, that would be amazing. And the link to do that is on my Twitter page. It's on this this podcast Twitter page, which is capital, or which is at capital P-F-O, lowercase N-L-Y. That's at capital P-F-O, lowercase N-L-Y, Packers fans only on Twitter. You can just click the link in my bio. It'll take you directly to my page to donate. And if you could just give $17 in honor of Andrew McMahon being 17 years cancer-free as of today, that would be amazing. The Dear Jack Foundation is a foundation that does work with young adults and their families who are struggling with cancer or are recovering from a cancer diagnosis at the age of 22 when Andrew was diagnosed he while battling cancer and recovering from cancer he realized that the most overlooked group of people with cancer are young adults so he started a foundation that is dedicated to helping young adults aged 13 to 39 and their families that are struggling with cancer so it's an amazing organization Andrew, this is a quick aside, and I know I'll get to football here in a minute, but cancer is something that has affected so many of us. I know it's affected my family personally. Cancer is a horrible thing, so we need to take time to talk about it. And Andrew is not only a musician that I love and adore uh, with his work with Andrew Man in the Wilderness and then formerly with Something Corporate and and. Jack's mannequin. Um, Andrew's a friend, and when my wife and I saw him in July in Bloomington, Illinois, he greeted us as Mama and Papa. He knew that we were having a baby because we had told him on a Zoom concert that we attended uh, on because of our work with the Dear Jack Foundation. We were able to tell him personally that we were expecting. So. He's more than just a musician to us. He is a he's a friend. He knows us. He recognizes us. We've seen him the when we saw him in Cincinnati in August, that was my fourteenth time seeing him. It was my wife's probably eight or ninth time seeing him. And we're the newbies to the group, to the AM fam or the AM fam as we call ourselves. We're the, the we're the, we have the lowest number of concerts under our belt among all of this family that we have around us that is also doing amazing work with many of them, like not all of them, many of them are part of Dear Jack fundraiser, part of teams that are fundraising for Dear Jack. So this is something that just is, I can 100% vouch for. He is doing amazing work. His foundation is doing amazing work. So 
I just want to, again, take time to talk about that. I know we're about four minutes into the podcast, but this is way more important than football. So please go and go to my Twitter page and click the link and please donate to the Dear Derek Foundation. All right, now moving on to football, moving on to, first of all, before I get to the preseason game, I want to talk about the huge news of David Bakhtiari being elevated off the PUP list. That is massive for us getting him back, getting Elton Jenkins back, getting that line back together. That is huge news. And if he can be ready within the first few weeks of the season to come and start back in the offensive line, that is amazing. He is the best left tackle in all football. And to even just be talking about getting him back is massive. This is absolutely wonderful news for us as Packers fans. I am so excited. I'm so glad that he's back. I'm so he's still I think last I heard he was just doing individual work. He wasn't doing team stuff yet. But we've got last preseason game Thursday, we've got a bye, and then we start getting ready for Minnesota. So I think and hope by the time we're prepping to go into Minnesota, he's doing work teamwork with the ones getting ready to play in that game in Minnesota. That's that's amazing news. This is massive news for the Packers. So that's that's awesome. Cannot wait to see him back out there, especially back out there with Elton Jenkins, who looks like he's gonna be ready to go for the for the game in Minnesota. Now, turning to the preseason game, I thought Jordan Love played I talked about it last podcast, what I wanted to see out of Jordan Love in the game. I saw that on Friday night. That was exactly what we needed to see out of Jordan Love. He had two very good drives, very good scoring drives. He then, then the rain hit. He had some, like, legitimate drops, though. Like, you can talk about, uh, you know, you can't talk about Love's performance without addressing these drops. Packers are actually leading in the NFL preseason in dropped passes. They had that drop on the field goal drive. I thought that would have he probably would have converted if DeGuara comes down with a catch. And honestly, a little bit of criticism on DeGuara. That's a catch that it was a little a little bit ahead of him and above him. But that's a catch that, especially with the leap that you want to see DeGuara take, you want to see him lay out and make that catch. That's a catch he needs to go up and get. That was a that was a catchable ball, and I really was disappointed that DeGuara did not come down with that. And I thought you go from there, and then you're going to get you know uh, you know a shorter shorter third third down. I think he converted. I think we may have had another touchdown on that drive. Anyway, I thought both those drives were excellent. I thought Jordan Love got a little lucky with that roughing call. I didn't necessarily think it was roughing. I, it was roughing in a sense, but yeah, he kind of just gave him an extra shove to the ground. He got the flag, the drive goes on. But that was a horrible call on Tyler Davis for holding. I don't agree with that. I didn't think that was holding. Or hold on. Maybe that he kind of hooked him. Okay, it was holding by Tyler Davis. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I was getting a little confused on the calls in the game. That was. Tyler Davis definitely hooked the guy, so that was holding. So the, you thought the drive was going to stifle. We get lucky with, I thought, lucky with that call and roughing. It was textbook roughing, but midseason, I don't know if that flag gets thrown. 
that's neither here nor there. We go on, and that touchdown pass, though, at the end of that drive to Romeo Dobbs was beautiful. What a great throw and catch by Jordan Love to Romeo Dobbs. That was that was awesome. That was the play of the game for me. Well, Etling's run is up there for the play game play of the game too, but I thought that was a great drive by Jordan Love. Then you go into the third quarter, Jordan Love looks like he's, he's slowing down a little bit, personnel changes, all that good stuff. But if that Jordan Love had a huge completion on third down to keep that drive alive to I believe it was I believe it was to Amari Rogers. I'm sorry if I'm wrong. Getting a little jumbled as far as that goes. But that was a huge completion and then it comes down, they review it, and he dropped the ball. That's another huge drop by a receiver on that was not on Jordan Love. That was a beautiful throw and was a should have been a ball that the receiver came down with. So I really liked what I saw out of Jordan Love. I think he took the Packers up and down the field. He managed the game really well. It, we didn't really get to see a two-minute drill out of him, unfortunately, because of another horrible play out of Tyler Davis. Davis had a rough night, but he's impressing in practice. That's going to be interesting to see what the Packers do there because it seems very open and shut from the preseason that we're going to cut him. But LaFleur talked about it, and... He is doing, he's showing out in practice. So that's not going to be as easy of a decision as I think everyone thinks it's going to be on whether or not we keep Tyler Davis. He might be somebody who makes a practice squad. So, um, but overall, I loved the, loved the performance from Jordan Love, I guess, pun intended, I guess. But I thought he played great. I thought that's exactly what we needed to see out of him. I, enjoyed watching him play I thought that was exactly what I wanted to see was what I saw what I talked about in the last podcast is exactly what I saw on Friday night out of Jordan Love so that was great Micah Abernathy is having a hell of a preseason I love what I see out of him that was a great interception from him he is making a huge case for him to be on this 53, and I think he's going to earn himself a spot on this team. I loved what I saw out of him. Boy, that interception was sweet. That was great. So I am I am 100% on the Micah Abernathy bandwagon. Love what I saw out of him on Friday night. Caleb Jones is looking tough out there. I, I like what I see saw to him. Really, really, really liked what I saw to him. So, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be really interesting to see what we see in this final preseason game. Oh, one more call out before I get to the kind of looking ahead to Thursday. Danny Etling again was so much fun to watch. That run was sweet. How about that run out of him? That that was that was sweet. He is really really playing so well. Um, it's going to be interesting to see if we can keep him on our practice squad. I don't think a team is going to snatch him up as a starter, but he is playing so well right now. I really think that a team that needs a backup could come and 
get him off of our practice squad. So let's hope he can make it through the waiver period and stay on our practice squad because I really do think that he is playing well enough to be picked up as a backup by someone else in this league. That was a lot of fun. He's He played really, really nice. I will say one other thing. Jawan Winfrey is doing a really good job catching the football and is also doing a really good job of blocking in the running game. He is he's up and coming. He's again, he's making a case. This is going to be a very very interesting day when the cuts come and who stays with this wide receiver group. Amari Rodgers is playing very well. Looks like he could almost be like a Swiss Army knife role in this offense on the end of rounds. He took a handoff in practice the other day. There's all kinds of things coming out of Amari Rodgers. Also, as a returner on special teams. I, I, a lot of people are saying, I don't think he's going to get cut. I think he's playing very well. I think you're crazy to say he's going to get cut. I think he's definitely making this team. And it's his... Him filling one of those roles is going to make it a lot harder when it comes down to who is who's going to make this this team at wide receiver, and the path is going to be through special teams. So it's going to be very interesting to watch. So anyway, looking ahead to Thursday night, that's that's what all I got. Well, before I get there, that's about everything I have to say on the game. Jordan Love played really well. Danny Etling is playing really well. Romeo Dobbs continues to impress. Tyler Davis needs to get it together, otherwise he's not going to make the team. And Abernathy is playing lights out right now when it, in, in the games right now. He's playing excellent. So those are my big talking points from the game. Uh, looking at the Thursday night, I have to work during the game. So I will try my best. I will definitely be watching the game on Friday. Whether or not I'm going to be able to drop a podcast before I go into work Friday, I am not 100% sure, but I will try my best to get the podcast out. Um, but we are going into a bye week, so maybe I will drop the podcast early next week. Have a Lamaz class on Saturday, so I'm not going to be able to do it then because that's all day. And then, you know, everything's kind of up in the air. This, this baby's going to come pretty soon, so could be sending me and my wife, or my wife and I, positive vibes or energy, whatever your thing is. Thank you so much. I cannot wait for this baby to get here. Um, thank you so much for listening. Like I said, I'm going to try my best to have a podcast out on Friday, but it might not be until early next week. Although I'm definitely going to sit down and watch the game on Friday. And we'll just kind of go from from there as far as I'll kind of tweet out when I'm going to be dropping a podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Please go rate and review this podcast on Apple Podcasts. Please go rate this podcast on Spotify. Please go follow me on Twitter at capital P-F-O lowercase N-L-Y. While you're following me, please, please uh, make a donation to the Dear Jack Foundation. It means so much to me, more than you will ever know. Again, thank you so much for listening. Carry that G. Go Pack Go. Have a great week, and I'll talk to you all again soon. Thanks.